There are over 75 million monthly Tubi viewers. That's more people than there are in France, which means Tubi is more popular than cigarettes for breakfast. It's more popular than considering iced coffee a total abomination. More popular than loving political revolutions. More popular than mer and mer somehow being different words. Tubi, it's more popular than being French. See you in there. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Yeah, and I just, I just reached this stage of my life where I'm not going to do something I don't love. And uh, punching cunts in the head is something I love, so I thought, <laughs> hey, well, I might as well do this full time. Welcome to UFC Unfiltered. I don't know how I feel about that now. They sent us an email yesterday with new theme song possibilities. Yeah. And uh, I was like, yeah, that's okay. And now you, that I'm hearing it, it's a bit slow. I think it's a little slow. A little methodical. There's another one I, I kind of like, but you were so set. Oh, no, I wasn't. On, on this one. And you're like, I like the uh, the mad the mad one. And, um, and I'm like, eh, Jimmy's so set on it, and I really don't give that much of a shit. But now that I heard it, yeah. we got to change it. Yeah, Matt, we can change it. I'm not, I, was never, I was really, they There's, were all okay. No, no, no. I thought the first one was pretty upbeat, and then okay. the other ones were hard. And then you liked the other one so much, I'm like, oh, it probably reminds him of one of his like flashbacks to his fucking concerts he goes to as a kid. Yeah. The fucking Ozzy's and the whatever else. Something heavy. Through. Something but no, heavy. I had no attachment to it. It just kind of did yeah. sound like a beat that I liked. Well. But it's weird to hear it without talking, like without uh, hearing Rogan over it. or just, Yeah. Well, that's going to change. It, I think This so. is, listen, new beginnings. New beginnings. People haven't heard us in a while. Not at all. Although they did see the video put out, yes. which I saw on your Instagram because I follow yeah. you, uh, where we both look like Bane, just with these stupid <laughs> microphones in our face. Yes. We did look like Bane. Yeah. My eyes looked, I looked like fucking, it was like bright in here. Yeah, it's like, we're going to film you guys. We're going to stick your head in a fucking diving bell, and we'd <laughs> like you to talk into that. <laughs> it looked funny, Jimmy. It did look funny. But- so far, so good. Yeah, I and I know it's kind of weird because they're, they're looking at us. Yeah, but yeah. I, I I like these guys for the most part. Sure, for the most Bob's part. Bob's growing on problems. me like a fucking ringworm. I <laughs> like Bob. I don't know why I like Bob. He literally said two words to me, but I like Bob. And uh, these other guys are good too. We got Antonio. Yeah. We got Matteo. I gotta fuck with Maddie's name because he got the same name as me. I'm gonna call him Matteo. Mm -hmm. If I had a boy, I was I'm not, I'm done having kids. Yeah, but if I had a boy, I was gonna name it Matteo. You know, because it's, it's a, a spin name. on my name. Sure. You know. Matt, but it sounds more Italian. It's more ethnic. Yes. And I asked Matt if he was Italian. He said, no. I go, ah, that's okay. Yeah. We're still going to call. So he's Matteo, <laughs> and he's never been, he's not even Italian. So basically, you're the son that Matt Sarah never had. It's kind of, dude, it's kind of, that's kind of fucking weird. Now. Yeah, it is. You know? Weird relationship. And then we got Gabe. He's, you know, I don't even know what the fuck Gabe does. 
but he's he's here. We got to address this. It's so weird. And can I say something, Jimmy? Yeah. People like when we're honest. Yes, they do. They do, right or wrong. Yep. We taped one the other day that UFC didn't want to release because it was a practice one. We wanted it to be out. That's right. They're going to fucking, they're probably going to take that out. No, they won't. Oh, again, <laughs> it's unfiltered. It's unfiltered. They take that shit out. They, it was for technical reasons, too. They wanted to make sure that everything was yeah. moving and how are we going to do And then we realized immediately that there's no cough button. The right. thing behind us is awful. This is literally, if you're watching a video, you're going to think we taped this in 1976 yeah. in a fucking a porn basement in Woodland Hills, California. Dude, <laughs> it's growing on me, though. The room is growing on me. It's more intimate. And it's I a like long, shitty things. table. Yeah. You well, don't not, like the table. You're, now you're finding everything half, half, um, half empty. empty. Yeah. Yes. Completely empty. I'm trying to look... <laughs> <laughs> now listen, I can get used to having more dudes in here because I like these guys. Yeah, they're, they're fun. One thing is going to be so fucking awkward when I point it out. I'm going to have to put sunglasses on. I'm pointing at Gabe right now. Oh, no. Only because, no, no, no. I know why everybody else is here. But I feel like, you know like when you're a, a, a teacher and then they like the fucking... Like the principal has to come yeah. and watch over the class to make sure you're doing a good job and they're sitting in the back. Look to my left right now. You That's feel like Gabe has a boss vibe. <laughs> he's got a fucking boss vibe. I'll, I'll tell you what he's it is. Got, he's flexing his shit, and I don't know why. He's, I like him. I don't want to do nothing. That, listen, yeah. I can't say nothing, anything negative about him. He's done nothing wrong yeah, to me. Gabe, don't take it. You were relaxed. Gabe had his hands behind his no, head. No, no, Relax. No, enjoy fun. yourself. But it is... I'm not going to say... I, I, if I was a, a kid from nowadays, I would say it's... It's kind of it's mad awkward. That's what they would Here, say. Here's what it is: because Gabe was on the on, on the monitor when we were talking. Yeah, we had our meeting. Gabe wasn't in the room with us, so we saw him. Like a kid from the '90s would understand, like Max Headroom. Like Max Headroom. Not a lot of people would understand. They have to Google that. Yeah, that's old. That's an old um, reference. I just turned 45. Yeah, um, that's an old reference. That's an old Who man reference. It it's like a Star Trek thing. Yeah, exactly. Another younger man's reference. That's good. From Max fuck. Headroom to 1966. <laughs> I know. I can't. I gotta think of something <laughs> like a kid would think of. Anyway, that's like he's a Blue's Clues thing. He's like the boss on the screen or whatever he's like a black mirror thing yes so anyway so now and we were talking about how sh the shit the stuff's gonna go how the show's gonna run you know because everything's yes, new now sure it is because Matt feels like he's kind of like he's kind of leading the way as Which far is, as like, all right, yeah. guys, we're going to do this. So you're thinking it's a boss vibe, but he's really not. He's just the guy kind it's of taking a, the reins and saying, we're going to block this out and do this. He's just kind of the organizational guy. Yeah. But that in our world feels like a boss looking at us, waiting for us to fuck up. But a lot of times it is so true. So I want to know. I want to know what he's doing here, and uh, he's making sure it runs smoothly. I don't want him to feel weird, but it's better him than me, Jimmy, because everybody's listening. They are, and we I want to know is he, if he's always gonna. I don't want you to feel uncomfortable because I like you. Are you always gonna be in here? No. Okay. <laughs> you're welcome to be in here, <laughs> Jimmy. Oh God, I get lightheaded. No, 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 Matt. But, you, uh, you, you don't like Mac. Doesn't like a, a school vibe, and you, Matt doesn't like to be I, told what to do or when to do something. You, what we, you think I'm a Neanderthal? No, I don't. You don't think I like anybody to tell me anything? I love you. You can tell me anything. But you don't like being. You don't like. The, no, the, I'm like you. You don't like the structure. You don't this, want to stop. This is, this is it. This, this is what. But I'm here's the fact that Matt's a Neanderthal. He crossed his legs. He had to lift his leg with no, his no, hand. No. <laughs> Did you fucking see that calf? Oh, how can I not there? look? I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not blessed with height, but I'm blessed with Kev. Sure are. Jimmy, this is the point. Everything is about chemistry, right? Now, yes. So to me, and you got a good chemistry. I think so. So far, everything's good with these guys. Thank, yeah. thank goodness. I'm knocking on wood, especially with that guy to my left, Bob. Yeah. But Bob looks like every social studies teacher that gets arrested. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Holy fuck. Holy fuck, Jimmy. It's so true. It's so true. But my thing is, if we're bullshitting having a conversation, is like 
And these guys are doing their thing. Like, hey, Tony on camera. I don't know what the fuck Mateo's doing, but he's doing something. Bob's behind a, a keyboard. I like to give people the visual. Sure. They're not seeing that side. And Gabe's just looking at us. So, I mean, <laughs> so we're going to have a nat- natural sure. conversation. And every once in a while, we're looking over and see if fucking Gabe is at the table. You know, Gabe, if. if, if here's Gabe, why, I apologize in advance. Here's why it's awkward. Because yes. nobody else has microphones. And we're used to somebody else being in the room with a mic. Yeah. So if you want to ask a question, it's almost like there's four guys in the room that we can't that can't partake in our discussion even if we want them to. Oh, because they don't they don't, they don't really want us to do what I'm doing for this whole beginning. Is talk <laughs> right. right or wrong, is talk to them. They're like, listen, we're not here. It's about you yeah. guys. Can't change but it, though. But the thing is this. If we're in here and like... A guy comes in with a PR person, and that person's kind of annoying. We're gonna fucking bring that shit up. One hundred percent. You know what I mean? One hundred percent. Because because we you know why? Because because we are on fucking. Oh, you we're fucking, show you it together. Are, I'm gonna do a high five at the same. Oh, unfilled. I didn't know. I didn't get a good. Let's do it. Cue. Let's let's high five. That and won't I be awful get comfortable at all. Though. God forbid, I want to break out a song and Gabe's looking at me. I don't know if I want to sing in front of Gabe. You do whatever you want to do. Gabe didn't do anything. People Gabe, really thought we were I want to put canceled. my sword away. I'm putting my sword away. Gabe didn't do anything. I came in hot today. Yes, you did. I came in looking for a fucking fight. Dana White looking for a fight on YouTube is a great show, though. It sure is. I, the new, oh, my goodness, Jimmy. <laughs> and this is something I never said before. I was a fucking a father. Is Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Uh, Dana White looking for a fight. The new episode. Oh, and by the way, we have a new keyboard. Yes, we the do. The new episode. No, that's nope. the wrong one. The new... Wait, hold on. You know what aired? Even though you do. Oh, we got a better... We got a better... better, a Much better, better. A much better drum roll. Yeah, the other one was than, terrible. Than fucking the producer had for us. I can't even say his name. Why? It, ah, it's, it's CTP. <laughs> R.I.P. CTP. Yeah. Um, I'm looking at the... Uh, the, the, oh, the fucking oh, sound. Matt, Matt now the, the iPad <laughs> is propped up in like it's one of those little up. iPad uh, jackets and Matt you know, just knocked it over. Well, st- you know what that was? <laughs> the price is right or is that... Uh, it's a fucking fail. Yeah. I'm having fun with this. Yeah, you are. But hold on. But what was I looking for again? I don't know. Ah, oh, the drum rock. Yeah, no, to pronounce no, no. what aired. Oh, shit. De- before, because you know why? We're going to get tied Tai Tuivasa. I love Tai Tuivasa. I love him almost as much as I love Dana White looking for a fight. Because I was about to plug it, and now we're going to get into Tai Tuivasa. I know, Tai Tuivasa. Now, I want to know who's. This is how you He's a bad mother jumper. He is, yeah. Mark Hunt said he's the hardest hitter he's ever been hit by. And by the way, Tui is coming off his first loss to, to Junior, that stoppage. So I'm kind of, oh, we have him? Hey, Ty, how you doing? You're talking to uh, Matt and Jim. I said talking, I don't know why I stopped my word. Uh, Matt and Jim on UFC Unfiltered. How are you? What's up, Ty? Good, brother. How are you? What's going on? Good, good. Uh, where are you right now? I'm just at uh, Chicago. Uh, just at my spot, but I'm staying at. Yo, Ty, did you ever try the deep dish pizza over there? I'm gonna get straight into it after this. I didn't get to have it last time. <laughs> yeah, oh shit, man! Hey, listen, it's different than the New York pizza, uh, which is phenomenal. But I love it. Deep I dish freaking, stinks. Oh, stop, Jimmy! Don't say it's that. It's like pizza with water thrown on it. You're gonna hate it. <laughs> no, it, it's Ty. Don't go in there with a negative. Yeah, right. You yeah. gotta, you gotta judge for yourself. You're talking to a, you're talking to a guy that drinks out of a fucking a beer out of a shoe. Yeah, think he gives a shit with a little water on his pizza. <laughs> Yeah, true. Uh, could you, you're no, right. You're right. I know. 
I know, Ty, I know everybody and their mother asks you about that. It's got to get a little annoying, but I have to ask you about it. Like, I'm, I could probably, like, eat some shit maybe I didn't want to. I'm pretty bad with that, too. Sure. But I don't think I'm going to be in, like, like, just knowing, like, with people with their stinky ass feet, how do you not care and just drink that beer down like that? Are you just such a savage that it's not a problem? You're such a warrior? Man, it's not even me. It's it's an Aussie thing. Like every every cat and their dog does it in Australia. So it's it's really I just get to do it in front of the world. <laughs> it, Man, it's a normal thing. Wait, do you drink it out of your own shoe or somebody else's? No, someone else's. Oh no, it has to be somebody else's. Usually, usually the dirtiest shoe you can see is really the go. See, I. I would do that out of a woman's shoe. And it's not, because I don't mind, oh, I like a girl's Jimmy. feet. <laughs> I do, I like a girl's feet, so I wouldn't mind that. Uh, out of a... I'm, 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 sure, I'm sure some boys have put worse things in their mouth, you know what I mean? Yeah, you're talking to one of them. You're talking Shit, Jimmy. <laughs> <laughs> fucking tie like that. You're filthy bastard. <laughs> I love it. I love it. <laughs> hey, you know what I found really interesting? Mark Hunt, the legend... Mark Hunt, he's you know that guy's been in wars. He's fought some of the best in the game. He's been hit by some of the best. He said you're the hardest hitting guy he's ever uh, messed around with, sparred with. That that's quite the uh, compliment. Yeah, that's uh, pretty cool. <laughs> I mean, I don't know if he's, if he's telling the truth. Uh, but I hope so. <laughs> Hey, Ty, at one point, I have to ask you, too, if anything has changed for you, because I think you had seven first-round knockouts, and then the Arlovsky fight was a, was a really close fight. Um, you know, he seemed to know kind of what to do to prevent himself from getting uh, knocked out, even though you did win that fight by unanimous decision. Uh, how, how did you feel after your, your first loss to, to Junior? How has that affected you? Uh, losing is a part of the game. Losing is a part of life. Uh, I, I, I'm more, I got more shame than anything uh, you know what I mean? Uh, I lost in front of my country. I lost in front of my peoples. But uh, I've learned heaps. I'm only young, so I'm fucking ready to get back in there and punch some lips. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm always interested as to somebody's first fight back after uh, after a loss. And how uh, how long did it take you to kind of move on from it? Like, was it something you grieved for a while, or did you just kind of uh, pick up immediately and move oh, forward? no. Yeah, yeah, I moved straight on, man. Uh, I, I've lost, I've lost in life before, so uh, losing is losing is normal. Um, I, like I said, it's more just a shame thing for me. Um, you know, that was my opportunity, that was my show, it was in front of my country. But uh, man, I'm sweet now. I've learned heaps. So I'm fucking. I've been doing this camp hard. You know what I mean? I'm not gonna lose again. So. Yeah, it's helped me, if anything. <laughs> and uh, you played rugby before, and you know that's not as big a sport in the States. I mean, we're aware of it, uh, but is that something you wanted to do professionally and then got into fighting? How did that happen? Uh, where I'm from, that's the kind of thing that, you know, every every cat, cat and their dog does. Uh, every boy growing up wants to be a footy player. Um, but where I'm from, we, we, we fight a lot on the streets, so I was fighting and, and playing footy, but once it, once it becomes to a professional level, it was kind of uh, something I, I realized I didn't want to do. They can't, they kind of try and teach you to be a certain type of person. That's uh, <laughs> that's not me. Um, yeah, and I just I just reached this stage in my life where I'm not going to do something I don't love. And uh, punching cunts in the head is something I love. So I'm going to do this full time. So you were saying, like, as you know, where you're from with fighting in the streets. When did you first started uh, learning how to fight technically, like out of school? 
the first time I went to the gym, probably. Oh, my dad, my dad was a boxer, so oh. we, we learned how to throw some hand. Oh, but, yeah. um, but, uh, properly, yeah, probably not till I, I had my first fight at 17. I, I went to the gym at 17. <laughs> no, that's cool. Your dad, dad was a boxer, huh? He had, he had some, uh, uh, professional matches, amateur? Uh, yeah, he's probably freshy ones in New Zealand under the, <laughs> something like that. Uh, did he want you to fight professionally or did he try to kind of gear you away from it? Nah, he didn't, he didn't want any of us to fight. Uh, he, he, yeah, he, he really didn't think fighting was a, was a good uh, career. Obviously, I, I can see where he comes from, you know, but, uh, it was in me. Uh, I was fighting regardless, uh, I love it. Well, you you have 11 siblings, which is such a huge... I mean, I have one sister, and I can't comprehend having that many. So was it better because you can kind of get lost in the shuffle and fuck up, or was it, like, harder to get the attention you needed? Uh, my dad didn't watch TV, so it was in... Uh, <laughs> he just, yeah, it was hard. We, we, grew up, we grew up in a poor family, a lot of us, but it is what it is. And I love having a, lot, a lots of brothers and sisters now I'm older, you know what I mean? Well, you guys are protective over each other. I'm sure in school it helps to have 11 siblings. Dude, <laughs> safety of numbers, man. I was, I was youngest, so I got bashed my whole life. <laughs> oh, you did? I, I was the youngest. Oh, did, you, did your older brothers <laughs> kind of kick your yeah, ass? Now, now. Oh, yeah, I was like, we used to watch Mark Hunt and Ray Seffel fight, and they used to just practice the moves on me, so it was <laughs> <all> fun. <laughs> hey, did any of them fight as well, any of your older siblings? Nah, 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 nah. They didn't, they didn't, they didn't, they didn't go down that road. <laughs> you know it's funny a lot of fighters we talk to when you look back there was always somebody in the family who there was kind of you know uh, giving uh, roughing them up or fighting with them and you know older brothers certainly uh is what was doing it so you were fighting a lot when you were a kid in the street and then you just you, you actually liked the combat well, i love fighting i think uh i don't think there's any anything more pure than like, going at it with another with another bloke and the best man wins i don't find anything more fucking cooler than that, you know what I mean? Now, let me ask you, now, does your camp, because you look very at home when you fight, I can see you in the cage, and I put you in that, like, like Tony Ferguson, Cowboy Cerrone kind of, they enjoy, like, the game when they're in there, you know what I mean? Like, like you really enjoy it. Now, does your yeah. strategy, does it differ with opponent, with your, with your opponent, or are you just you're in the gym every day? You're sparring. You're it doesn't the opponent's just a victim. Or do you tailor your camp to your um, the guy you're fighting? Uh, I really just I, I trust my team. Uh, I don't watch fighting. I don't I don't know fighters. I don't really I don't really follow. I don't really watch TV. So I I, I, just, I, I fighting is my thing. I just I trust in my camp and my coaches and my training partners. And they, they come up with a strategy and a game plan, and fuck, I just do what they say, really. <laughs> so, like, you're, you're like when you're fighting um, this weekend versus uh, Ivanov, Ivanov, I said it right, yes? Um, you, have you watched yeah. any tape on him, or you just let your, your corner watch it, your guys watch it, and listen to them? Yeah, I, I watched him fight, uh, obviously, when he was fighting, but other than that, no, nah, I just leave it up to my team, man. 
Yeah. It, it doesn't matter what I watch. It's, it's what happens when we get in there, you know. No. What I mean? That's how I think anyway. I well, hear you. Everybody's different with that. No, that's, I hear you. Yeah, it's interesting, too, because uh, we talked to, to John Jones, and he was talking about uh, with Cormier when that, in that second fight where he, uh, he, he threw that head kick, and he said that they had noticed something in watching the tape where Cormier did something, and then he just kind of moved a little, it went down to the left, and he saw that that head kick might be there. Mm-hmm. So when you're watching these tapes, even though you're not watching them over and over, are you looking for that one thing where you're like, all right, that's a pattern, that's something he does that I can keep my eye open? Man, I leave that up to my coach. I think that's one of his uh, his uh, his main, you know, he's really good at watching um, fights and, and reading opponents. And I leave it up to him. I think if I watch it, I'm just going to fuck shit up and get in the way. <laughs> so I just trust him and he comes up with a game plan and, and, and I'm, I'm pretty good at, 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 uh, at executing it. So he does his thing, I do my thing. And right. That's, and that's how teams work, I think. Yeah, and you don't want to be so in your head in a fight that you're waiting for a guy to do something that is not happening right in front of you. Yeah, yeah, fight to fight. Fuck it. Everyone's got a plan to get punched in the face, huh? Yep, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> exactly. And you know, uh, we appreciate it, uh, you coming on the show. I We love watching you fight. Matt's right. You look like you're having a good time when you walk in. And it's not a fake thing. You look like you are genuinely comfortable getting into the cage. Yeah, well, fuck, fight week is my week. Uh, I hate training, you know. <laughs> we got to train. You use no use of fighters. We, we train our asses off, so... But uh, training's not what I do. Fighting is what I do. So, man, when I once I get in front of that crowd and 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 that, that's my time. I, I just I just I soak it all in, and I, and I fucking love it, man. That's what I do. Nah, I hear you, man. When I used to fight, I remember the the last hard like hill session or versa climber thing I had to do before getting on the plane. I'm like, oh, thank God, now I just get to fight and. Eat some pizza yeah. afterwards. I, I hear you talking. I hear exactly what you're talking about, man. I, I just can't wait to get pissed and fucking eat some food. Fucking <laughs> have sex with my missus. Oh, oh really? <laughs> oh, wait. Hold on. Now, are you like uh, like those old Jake LaMotta fighters? Do you lay off sex before? No, nah, no, nah, I just don't see her. Oh, okay. Okay. Because a lot of those old school fighters, they think women weak in weak legs. Like they wouldn't, uh, they wouldn't have sex before. But yeah, you don't care. Oh, no, 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 no. I'll do it before I walk out. But I don't give a shit, man. All right, that's awesome. Uh, yeah, obviously, uh, fighting Blagoy Ivanov. Uh, is it that this uh, this Saturday in uh, Chicago? Good luck, man. Uh, you are really fun to watch, and I'm really interested to see how uh, how things go for you uh, after the uh, JDS fight. I'm sure you're going to be great. Oh, thank you, brother. Thank you for having me. Eh? All right. Awesome, Ty. Right, take, take care, care man. Good luck. Yeah, I well, like him a lot. I like him a whole lot. He's fun to watch. Yeah, he's a good, and that guy loves the fight. Yeah. Fun stuff. Yeah, he wants to fuck and fight. <laughs> dude, That's dude. what he wants to do. <laughs> That's fucking awesome. Tatiana Suarez has been wrestling since she's three years old. You understand? Yeah, she has an amazing story. Holy cow, man. I know. Hello? Hello? Hi, you're talking to Jim and Matt. It's nice to talk to you. Hi, Tatiana. Nice to talk to you, too. I don't think we've spoken to you before, uh, so welcome to the show. And uh, you have a really f- a fascinating story. <laughs> Thank you. Um, what got you into starting at wrestling at such a young age? Uh, my older brother uh, wrestled before me, and um, my brother was like a, you know, he was a big part of my life, and we're really close, so, um, and I looked up to him, so uh, I kind of wanted to wrestle. I was a very hyper kid, <laughs> so 
So uh, I jumped in, and the first tournament, I weighed 33 pounds with everything on, sweats and all, shoes and everything. And, um, yeah, I ended up winning my first tournament, and they were like, wow, she's good, so let's just keep her in it. So, yeah. And you were wrestling against, uh, you were wrestling against girls or boys? I was wrestling against boys then. Yeah. So I guess that kind of prepared you for MMA training. So I know a lot of fighters, uh, well, obviously, uh, you know, like, you know, Amanda and a lot of other have to spar with male fighters. So you're probably comfortable with that, uh, more comfortable than somebody who's never done it, certainly. Yeah, definitely. Um, I think, you know, I think most girls are now. If, if, if they don't, that's kind of strange, you know, at this point in their career. But um, I've been doing it my whole life. So it's nothing, it's not a foreign, foreign thing to me at all. When you're a kid and you're fighting boys, you're wrestling boys, there must be such an ego for boys not to lose to a girl. So you probably, did, did you have anybody that was really, uh, that fought dirty? Uh, or how did they handle losing to a girl? Um, I wouldn't say that they were dirty or anything like that, um, but they were, you know, they definitely wanted to prove that they didn't, they weren't going to lose to a girl, you know? So, um, you know, I think a lot of times, like, they would uh, make fun of, like, they'd make fun of each other if they lost to me. But then after a while, like, I remember one time, this guy's like, dude, you lost a girl. And he's like, she's not a regular girl. She's good. <laughs> <laughs> it was just really funny, like, how he was, like, upset. Like, he's like, he's like, you go wrestler. He's like, no, I'm good. <laughs> so, that's, that's just, there we go. Tatiana, uh, you, now, as a wrestler, you train jiu-jitsu at Millen Millennia? MMA? Yeah, Millennia, yeah. Who's your jiu-jitsu uh, coach over there? Um, my coaches are Romeo Rom and Spitzy Spensori. I, I, oh. I, I get trained by both of them. Oh, that is, that's so awesome. Now, being a world-class wrestler before you even began jiu-jitsu, what was the hardest adjustment to make from going from wrestling to uh, BJJ? Um, just, you know, not putting your head in compromising, you know, positions. I know as wrestlers, we drive and drive and drive, but sometimes you got to pull back, you know, you got to pull back the reins a little yeah. bit. So, um, I think, you know, that, that part, but I, I feel like I, you know, I adjusted really well, you know, to the, yeah. to the jujitsu, uh, part of it. You know, I do a lot of like chokes and stuff like that. Like a lot of, you know, our dars, anaconda, yeah. a guillotine, Anything with the neck, you know, because when I was wrestling, I did a lot of front headlocks. So I think uh, I transitioned over really well. How did it feel in your guard in the beginning? Because such a habit to break is wrestlers giving their back up because they don't want to get pinned. How did it feel at first going from your from your back? Was it weird? Yeah, definitely weird. Um, you know, I'm not on my back that often in my fights, but, um, you know, I'm pretty good off my back, too. I'm pretty good you know, um, on the ground in general. But, um, you know, I think at first, like my coach still to this day, cause like, you know, I'm not really like a full guard kind of person. Like I like half guard a lot or like butterfly. And he's like, you don't like being straight on your back. That's why you started doing <laughs> half guard. <laughs> That's funny. I got one of my guys who's fighting this weekend, Aljo Sterling and, uh, yeah. the funk master. And he's got such crazy grappling and his jujitsu. And he said, he goes, yeah, he goes, I'm, 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 pretty crafty off my back because my sprawl wasn't great so i'd so like he'd go to his butt and do some weird from butterfly sweeps to different things and he goes because i didn't have a great sprawl i became good off my butt so i don't know i don't know it's weird that's good no right? that's kind of yeah. how i am too i'm like yeah like i I'm, I'm good off my butt too like i'm okay being there oh that's awesome 
And uh, <laughs> obviously, we want to ask you, uh, you were training for the 2012 Olympics, and uh, and you got a, a cancer diagnosis. Had you been feel, feeling bad, or was it something that just a routine check that, that found something? No, so I had like a neck injury, um, so that's kind of why um, I went and got my neck checked out. Um, it had nothing to do with like feeling bad. I, I mean, if it wasn't for the neck injury, I would have never known because, you know, when you're training, you know, five hours a day and it's just strictly wrestling, you know, you're like really exhausted and you wouldn't know if that's exhaustion from being sick or if that's exhaustion from, you know, uh, working really hard. So um, I would have never known. So it was really a blessing in disguise. I had a neck injury. I went and got an MRI on it, and they saw the node on my thyroid. So then I went and got a biopsy done from there. Okay, and they took care of it. And how long were you out for? Um, I was out for like a year. I think I went through like everything, like the, the surgery, because I had to have it removed. Um, and then I had to have my thyroid removed. And then I had nodes removed as well because it had attacked a lot of the nodes around in my neck. And it had started to spread towards, um, you know, my lung area. So I had to have, like, radiation iodine as well to kill all of the the cancer cells. Wait, radiation iodine, is that typical radiation or is that something different than they typically give as radiation? It's a little different. It's it's like, uh, um, basically, it's... uh, Radiation iodine is, I, I guess, like some type of ink or something that like eats away all the cancer cells in the in the area where it's metastasized. Um, and um, you can't be around people for like a couple weeks because of the radiation. Oh wow! They isolate you because you're radiated. Yeah. Oh my god! Do you, do you know what stage it was in? If it metastasized, it must have started. It must not have been a stage one. No, I don't remember what stage it was, but it definitely wasn't stage one because I had to have a few things uh, removed more than I thought. Like I thought it was at first, you know, because with the with the thyroid cancer, like what they do is like at first they check half of your thyroid to make sure it's cancer. Like they take out half of it and then they like test it under a microscope to see if there's cancer cells in there, and then. and then they'll, if it's cancerous, they'll take out the other half of your thyroid. If it's not cancerous, they leave the other half so you could live with the half of your thyroid. Well, mine was cancerous, so they had to remove it, and they had to remove nodes in the surrounding area. What exactly does the thyroid do for a person? Um, the thyroid controls your metabolism. It controls your temperature. Um, it's basic, it controls all your hormones and stuff like that. So a lot of times, like, I'll be like, if I don't take my medicine, like, I'm like, I'll watch something on TV. I'm like, I'll start crying. And like, my boyfriend's like, what happened? Why are you crying? I'm like, I don't know. I'm very sensitive right now. He's like, did you take your medicine? And I'm like, uh, wait, no, I didn't. So I got to go take my medicine. Oh, uh, that's all right. I, I think that might be a getting older thing. I kind of do that. I'm not on any kind of medicine. Yeah. I get a little sensitive, Jimmy. Yeah, I know you do. I, I got a little upset during well, Avengers Endgame. I'm and I was tearing like, up. In general, but like I get like extra sensitive, like mm. even more sensitive than I already am. Like, because like I'm very like, 
I, I'll watch something on TV like that's like really sweet oh. or like heartwarming. I'll cry. Or like I watch a movie and like someone dies or a dog dies and I'm like crying like it's my dog or something. It could be worse though, Tatiana. Like if you didn't take your medicine, what if you turned into like a raging bitch? And <laughs> it's better that you don't fucking. It's better. These guys are fucking all quiet. Yeah, well, but listen, all nervous. It's to better laugh. to be sad than no, angry. It's, it's better to be sad, Tatiana, than angry. Is my point. Yeah, that's true. But I'm like hardly ever angry. Like the only uh, time I'm angry is like maybe not even like when I'm on the mat. It's just aggressive. It's not really anger. Right, right, right. You just you're focused. Your energy is all focused on what you have to. Yeah. Uh, on what you have to do. Well, that that's amazing that you that you beat that and you're fighting. And uh, was there was there a point where you thought like this is never going to get better? No, I'm very like I'm like a very positive person in general. Like when I had it, um, I wasn't like you know, oh, like, darn, I'm going to die. Like, you know what I mean? I was just like, okay, well, I got to get it taken care of. And like, I got to, I got to do this, you know, just take, take care of it, get better. And then, you know, find out what I'm going to do next, you know, cause I couldn't wrestle anymore. So, um, and then I, you know, I happened to find MMA. So it was really, really great. Like now, you know, I can't, I, I really don't, I don't wrestle anymore, but you know, I have a new dream and a new goal and, um, it's still, you know, trying to get the gold. So now you're fighting Nina Ansaroff this, uh, mm-hmm. this Saturday. And I'm going to tell you, to be honest, when she was in her last fight, when she was matched up with Claudia Godella, I was like, you know what? I like Nina, but I think on the ground, she's just going to, it's just, I think Claudia was going to be too much for her. But yeah. I'll tell you, I was, I was surprised and I was, and she really upped her game in that fight and and proved me wrong with that. I, I, I was like, wow. What? Now, did you see anything in that fight where you'd like, listen, I would, she wouldn't have got up or I would have capitalized on this or that. Did that fight give you anything of that you could walk away with? Yeah. Um, you know, I think, you know, I'm just a better scrambler. I'm better at holding people down. I think, you know, a lot of people get a lot of takedowns in the UFC, um, and I don't think I have like that many takedowns in the UFC. I can't really tell you how many, I don't sit there and count how many takedowns I get. Yeah. Um, that'd be really weird, but, um, but, uh, yeah, I, I get takedowns, but I hold people down. Yeah. They yeah. hardly get up. And I just think, uh, it's because I, I have very good pressure on top and I'm very relentless. I don't let people breathe, breathe. I don't give them an inch, um, to get back up. So I just think, you know, it'd be very difficult. Also, you know, I do have really good chain wrestling. So even if I miss, you know, a certain shot, um, I'm going to different attacks from there. Um, if you see most of my fights, you know, I don't always get the first shot, but I chain wrestle from throws to trips to, you know, um, hand fighting, um, and getting like, Two on ones and collar ties and stuff like that. I mean, I just know so many attacks. So I think for me, um, I'm just you know a better better grappler in terms of the wrestling department than than Claudia is. So you know, I don't feel like you know just because she didn't have that much success, and she did actually have yeah. success on the ground. She kept her down for quite some time, um, you know, but she just didn't go for the takedown soon enough. So. It's so yeah. <clears throat> it's so funny that you said that. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, one of my one of my batting weights uh, got like the the most bat marab. He got like the twenty seven takedowns, the most takedowns in the the history of the uh, whatever. But the point is, and even though that's great, 
it's it is and it's not like what you said is so true it's not about how many you can get. You get, in a perfect fight, you should get one takedown and finish it. In a not perfect right. fight, you should get three takedowns, one around. If you don't win the fight, you win the round because you have that good of control. And you have right. that good of control because you've been wrestling since you're three. So that's an amazing, right. that's such a good point. The more takedowns is not the better. If you want to just ragdoll somebody, it's one thing. But you want to right. get, in a perfect fight, I tell my guys, you want one takedown. If that doesn't end the fight, you win that round on top. I'm sorry, I'm getting nuts now. I get excited. No, you're right. <laughs> Tatiana, I'm getting all hyped up. All right, Jimmy, let's let her go. She got hey, listen, Tatiana, thank you for... That's really good. No, it's cool. Thank you for calling in. Uh, you, you're really an inspirational story, and you're, and you're really fun to watch fight. So uh, good luck against Nina Anzarov, uh, the co-main event of the uh, prelims this Saturday in Chicago. Thank you very much. Oh, and then my brother told me to tell you hi, uh, Matt, because he's a big fan of yours. Oh, tell him thank you so much. Oh, I, I like him already. Is he short? Is he a short guy? <laughs> no, he's not short. You met him uh, in <laughs> Dallas. Remember we talked uh, oh, shortly, and then yes. my brother was there. Oh, I, was I, like, I, I I, we, we were eating. Were you in the green room? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Yes, well, yes, I remember. Oh, Tatiana, all right, tell him I said hello. Thank you. That's so nice. I will. I'll let him know. All right, I'll see you guys. I'm going to be with Funkmaster. I'm leaving tomorrow. I'll all see right. You guys. All, all right. right, see you. I'll see you later. So nice. Yeah, really nice. You know, wow, metastasized cancer. And uh, wow. beat it and is fighting. I remember seeing them now. It's so nice. Every, why does everybody got to be so nice? Now I don't want to do any kind of picks. Oh, well, we're not be, picking her fight thank, anyway. Thank goodness. We're not picking her fight. Because I love Nina Ansarov. Yeah, I do too. You know, on the next Amanda. looking for a fight, I don't want to give a, no, anything no. away. Yeah. But on the next one, uh, yeah, Jim. Uh, my, Jim. I was talking to Dean Thomas yesterday. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Did I call you Dana White? You don't want to call me Dana White. I, I'll Sorry. be happy. I would be happy for that yeah. to happen. No, but my point is, we hung out with them the next one. Uh, uh, Nina Ansaroff and her and her champ champ uh, uh, girlfriend fiance yes. fiance. Yeah, they're, they're great people. I guess we should do our. Uh, by the way, we, I yes. don't know if we have uh, actually announced the fact. I what? mean, it's pretty much common knowledge by now. But Khabib and Napoli is is official for Abu Dhabi, September the seventh. <sighs> and I have said before, and I told Dustin this when we talked to him. I'll do my pick now. I'm oh. taking Poirier by second round knockout. Oh, Abu Dhabi? Oh, I thought you said, oh, Jimmy. When you said you said before, I thought you were going to bring up how I had that epic match with John Jacques Machado over there and I tapped out Gomi. But no, Chip, Jimmy, it's not about my Abu Dhabi. <laughs> no, it's I know. It's not about my Abu Dhabi run in 2001, Jimmy. I said it was, it was you. a long time ago. Yeah, yeah, no, I know, but it was still, still worth discussing. I don't want to embarrass you. And Jimmy, in grappling, it was like, it was like, it was, I shocked the world. You did. All right, listen to me. Sometimes as I get older, do I feel like Robert Baratheon? Like I, I think of my, my my back, my my battles. Oh, do you? Except I'm not a fat trunk that fucks a lot. You know? so, <laughs> all right, listen. Let's get into. Apple I feel Dhabi. like Varys. <laughs> <laughs> Is it because he's dickless? Uh huh. <laughs> Is that why? Bald, overweight, and dickless. I'm three for three. <laughs> he was fucking great. All right, oh, and uh, and again, we talked already about. Uh, you know, it's a little older news now. Right. Gustafson announcing his retirement. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. Really quick, back sure, up buddy. a second. I disagree with you. Okay. I, dude, Khabib. Oh, I'm, yeah, I'm fun. I know we kind of just went yeah. real quick, and you're saying you're making your prediction now. Sure, I am. I like Dustin Poirier, and God knows I like a Rocky movie. I lived one. Yeah. I am going with Khabib, though. It's, I know. Khabib, I bet against Khabib I loved, once, and I, I was wrong. Man, I, dude, that guy is... 
He's wrestling, dude. I mean, wrestling bears at at fucking. Eighth. He is, but I still think he's vulnerable in earlier rounds, yeah. as he proved against uh, Michael Johnson. And and you know, Connor yeah. again. He took four rounds, to, and I'm not knocking Connor, but he took four rounds to put away Connor. Al wasn't at all prepared for him, and Al stood up uh, and made it tough for five rounds. So uh, you know, Habib's wrestling is great. You but, brought up, you brought up the Michael Johnson fight and yeah. the Connor fight. In both of those fights, if it did not get stopped, one guy's got no shoulder and one guy goes unconscious with 100%, broken jaw. 100%. I want I'll to just point that out. I'm saying in the first round, though, Michael Johnson, I think he is a little vulnerable in earlier rounds. Yeah. I think he's a little bit more vulnerable to getting hit in earlier rounds. What? And Poirier, after what he's been doing, um, he looks incredible. I, I agree. And yet, I disagree, Jimmy. Now, Manoa... <laughs> Let's go with... Uh... Manoa retired, uh, but that wasn't really a surprise... After that rake kick, uh, uh, kick to the head, I mean, that, again, which would have knocked anybody out, but that was a, a pretty devastating knockout to suffer at age 39. Yeah, he's a nice guy. You, you know what it is? You want, you want to leave there. If you can't, you know, some guys leave the sport with uh, less of a chin. So it's not even about your marbles. You don't want to be getting tapped and getting knocked out. I mean, you know what I mean? Well, they say once it happens, like it's like, easier Port to Chuck, happen again. Yeah, like yes. Liddell, when, once yeah. he got knocked out, it just, you know, it just, it's happened. Like you know, Rich Franklin knocked him out. How, how many seconds left in that first round? And he had one arm. He had yeah. one arm. Chuck broke his arm right kicking it. Yeah, I mean, you don't, you don't want to go out like that. No. I mean, not if you got a family, you know, you want to, you got to, even if you're okay now, you got to think about you in 10 years from now. Sure. You know what I mean? All right, we should do our picks. Let's do it, man. Let's um, do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. Uh, oh, Tai Tuivasa. This is the main card of 238 this Saturday. <laughs> Dude, uh, I went from liking him to loving him. I love him. Holy shit, man. Uh, Blagoy Ivanov, uh, number 13 against number 11 in the heavyweight division. It'd Touch. be interesting to see how uh, Tuivasa rebounds. This is what I'm saying. I'm saying that uh, that Tatui's going to find him in the second round. He's going to get a TKO. He's going to get him. He's going to get him. Yeah, it's kind of hard to bet against Tuivasa. It's just um, interesting to see how he does after a JDS loss. A lot of guys come back. They have no problem after their first loss. Some guys go on, uh, lose a couple because it just it takes away that feeling of invincibility. You know who else uh, lost to uh, JDS? Uh, yeah, uh, Ivanov. Yeah, well, there you go. So, yeah, I'm probably going to take Tuivasa as well. Yeah. Um, go ahead. How does he get him? I'm going to say a first-round knockout. All right, and you guys got to keep track of this, somebody. Matteo, Antonio. Mm -hmm. Hi, Bob. I just want to say hi to Bob. All right, let's just keep going, people. All right, what do we got? Uh, Jimmy Rivera. Against Pietro Jan. Pietro Jan. Tough dude, man. Very tough. Jimmy's lost two out of three. Uh, that devastating head kick to Marais yeah. and a decision to Aljo. And before that, he hadn't lost in eight years. So, again, you wonder... What happened where he's lost two out of three, uh, whereas Yad is on a seven-fight win streak and uh, three of the last five by knockout? Yeah, well, let me tell you, Jan, Jan, is, Jan is, is tough. Yeah, he is. As, as, I mean, that's, that's, that's an understatement. He looks really good. He's been looking really good. He fought great versus, uh, versus John Dotson. Um, he looked good. Uh, man, he looked really good with, uh, versus, uh, with Douglas. Uh, I, I'm going... I'm going with Rivera. I am going with Rivera. I think he's going to win a decision. Jimmy is Jimmy's a little pit bull, man. Aljo fought masterful in that yeah. fight, but Jimmy is a pit bull. And uh, I, I think Jimmy's going to get back on track with this fight. And yeah. I, I got Jimmy by decision. Jan's tough, tough, tough guy to put away. You know, I'm probably going to do the same thing, Jimmy yeah. by decision. Yeah, I, okay. I don't see him going down three out of four fights. No, no, no. Jimmy's, Jimmy's tough. 
Jimmy, Jimmy's beyond tough. Let's keep going. I like, I like that fight for Jimmy. This next fight, oh, I'm, man. I'm shocked oh, wow. that this happened. I wonder, you know, look, wow. I mean, this is the third fight on the card. I mean, you know, Valentina is, is the co-main, and of course... Um, what fight are we talking about? Well... Wait, wait, hold on. All right. I like this drum roll it's better. Little, it should be longer. Jesus. <laughs> it's a little long, but I do like it. Uh, Cowboy Cerrone, of course, against Tony Ferguson. I just want to see if they... I don't know about that. A little that. too much. That's too much of a, of a Christian Lions That's crowd. cheer. Yeah. That's the crowd. Let me see. All right, Jimmy. Get used to that one. Let me see. <laughs> Let me see. What is this one? Oh, you know, I did that already. Yeah, he did. Too long. Car crash has got to be short and it's, sweet. The old we, one. All right, had. let's fix the car crash. Yeah, the old Opie and Anthony Sorry, car guys. crash is like the best All right, all right. We're... Good production. Here. <laughs> all right. No, no, no. Yes. People want to know. All right, let's get the... <laughs> that one's fine. Take this one off, though. Because yeah, that's like every bad rom-com. All right. You know what I mean? And then she realized he was her boss. <laughs> oh, yeah, she terrible. did. All right, let's get back to it. Ferguson, right. and again, I didn't. I, I I figured Ferguson was gonna hold out for a shot at you know Khabib or Connor or Poirier, but Cowboy has looked oh. so good lately. Um, this is because uh, I think I think he had lost. Let me see how many had he lost. I have this written down at uh, welterweight. He had uh, lost four out of five fights. And then his son has born. Ever since his son has been born, I think, right? He has looked terrific. After he be submitted Mike Man. Perry as a welterweight, and then he comes up, he TKOs Hernandez, and he uh, beats Iaquinta by a decision. So uh, he looks really good at lightweight, Cowboy. Wow. I mean, this is this one is just such, it's like, man, such fireworks. Mm, I'm going to tell you, I, I really, it's so hard. Dude, I had great seats for that Iaquinta fight, let me tell you. Yeah. Um, with Cerrone and Cerrone is just he's a bad mofo having said that I, I just think Ferguson's a man on a mission man I just think he is um, a different he's just a hard guy to prepare for he's just all over the place he has such an unusual training method he does like you know what I mean he does so many different things that he could pull off and he's they're both extremely well rounded um, <sighs> I'm gonna say, mm, I'm gonna say Ferguson by this. Mm, I'm gonna say Ferguson by decision. Okay. I think Cerrone's gonna be hard to put away. I think it's gonna be a battle, though. Holy cow! Yeah, I'm gonna say Cowboy by decision. I, I think the reason is that uh, both of those guys are really good on the ground. I think Cowboy yeah. will probably they'll both be a little bit more careful. Uh, or Cowboy will be more careful than standing up. I, oh. I think just because he probably doesn't want to. He wants to avoid the ground if he can. Um. I don't see Ferguson getting knocked out. So I say uh, Cowboy by decision. This next fight is this is a great dude. First of all, it's an amazing card. I'm so happy I'm going to be there. Yeah. This is a freaking amazing card, man. Going there with Funkmaster. Yeah, you are. He's fighting Pedro Munoz. Yeah. Tough dude. Yeah, very tough. Good guillotine. Yeah. Yeah, we, we addressed it. Indeed. Okay. You trained for it. Uh, yeah. Uh, Shevchenko, man, she is, a, she is just so awesome. Yeah. Um, Valentina Shevchenko, when she's not fighting, she's shooting things and fucking just, she's so, she's just such an alpha chick. She's just so tough. But Jessica, I, I know Jessica. She's been around. She's been, she stopped by my place in Longo's when she's out here. Uh, work with some of the girls at Longo. She's yeah. been down to some of my grappling classes, uh, jiu-jitsu classes. She is, she's a tough chick. Talk about a Rocky movie. Yeah. This is a Rocky movie. She's, if <laughs> she's not, 
she's not the cleanest with her with a lot of her stuff, but she is a bull. I mean, she's a bull. Yep. She's gonna keep coming, and she's been looking so good lately. I mean, I mean, uh, Caitlyn, you know, Caitlyn's tough as hell. How do you pronounce the last name? Do it for me. Chukagan. Yeah, I always fuck that up. Say it again. Chukagan. And I know her. Chukagan. Yeah, I know her. Chukagan. She's awesome. Uh, and that was a close fight, and and she's she's a very uh, talented fighter, uh, Caitlyn. But I mean, the uh, but it, that was like uh, <laughs> it reminded me almost like a. A Muhammad Ali versus uh, 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 Frazier. Uh, Frazier, because uh, I is like a little, like a little bull. Who are you giving it to, bro? You go first. I'm going to take. I mean, Valentina is the champion. I know, and she's so so good. I am, uh, and look, and Jessica has, uh, you know, she has seven straight decisions. So cardio is not a problem for either one of these uh, women, and she's won three straight, two by a split, and one by a unanimous. I am going to take Valentina by a second round TKO. Now listen. You know you, what? Sorry, this is a five round fight. Yes, this championship man. fight. Third round TKO. They might be both a little bit more careful in the first round because it's a five round fight. I don't know how many five round fights Jessica's trained for. I know that uh, Valentina has trained for quite a few five round fights. I don't know how many Jessica has has had to get ready for. From being around Jessica a little bit, watching a fight, watching her interviews. There's a lot of people looking at this fight. This is what I'll tell you about her. There's a lot of people looking at this fight thinking that she has no shot. That Valentina oh, that's is crazy. just too... I, that's what I think. I think that people are thinking this is just Shevchenko. Just, it's just somebody to, to, to you know put in there with, with, with the champ. I don't see it that way. And more importantly, Jessica I doesn't see it that way. I guarantee it. I guarantee she knows she has one shot at this. And that she's putting. she's coming from the same camp. As uh, uh, the fucking Stipe, Miocic. Yep. You know what I mean? They train hard. They're, they're no nonsense. I don't think that she thinks that... I think that she... Be, I feel that she knows that she belongs in there. And people are going to think I'm a moron. I'm going to go for the upset. Okay. I said it, Jimmy. Yes, you did. And I'm standing by it. How? I, what? How do you think it's going to happen? I think... This is what I think. I think that... Uh, Fourth round, ground and pound. Wow. Okay. TKO. Jessica, because you're. I'm going outside of the box. Okay. I know. I listen. She's gonna keep coming. Yes. She's gonna get hit. She's gonna power through, and she's gonna keep coming. No, she didn't get the memo that she doesn't belong there, Jimmy. That's true. You look at me sideways. Well, it's just because of how we're sitting. Okay. (laughs) All right. Listen. So all right, so, all right, so, you so what do you pick? I have Valentina second, okay. uh, third round TKO because it is a five round fight. So the first round they might pace themselves a little differently, and uh, especially Jessica. I don't know how, again. I don't know how many five round fights she's had to train for. Yeah. And you're taking uh, Jessica fourth round TKO. Yes, I am. Now the main event: Henry Cejudo against Marlon Moraes for yes. the vacated wow by TJ Bantamweight Championship. This is interesting because you know uh, TJ dropped down to flyweight. And fucking Cejudo, I mean, just massacred him in the first round, which nobody saw coming. Nobody saw that coming. I mean, you know, Henry is a great fighter, but nobody saw TJ getting beaten up like that. And now people are like, what's he going to do next? Who is he going to fight next? Is he going to stay at uh, at flyweight? What's he going to do? Is he going to come up and fight? And all of a sudden TJ gets popped. Now there's a vacant belt. So he comes up and he is fighting Marlon Moraes, who has looked incredible. Third round stoppage, uh, Marlon Moraes. Marais. Yeah, three straight uh, first round wins, uh, two by knockout and one by sub. Marais has looked really devastating. Marlon's going to win third round. 
TKO. Yeah, because you wonder now, what is this this uh, coming up a few pounds going to do to Henry? Again, like, you know, for TJ, whether or not it, it was uh, something he was injecting that fucked him up, or was it the, the weight cut that fucked him up? Will being able to keep the extra 10, 10 pounds on make Henry... Uh, you know, have a little bit more relaxed and, and fight a little bit better because you don't have to worry about the weight cut or will getting hit by somebody heavier affect him uh, a certain way? I don't know. But I'm also going with fucking Marlon Marais. I'm going to say a, a second round TKO. Second round? Yeah, because yeah. Marais has looked so good. He has. I give third round, you know. Really I just didn't want to do the same one as uh, you did. I probably would have picked third yeah. round too, but you already took it, so. That guy's an Olympian. Yeah, you're right. You know what I mean? Yeah. That guy's a tough guy. Yeah, very tough. It's not a question. <laughs> but the thing is, he's accomplished so much, and I feel that uh, Marlon's still on that path where he's like, yo, I'm so close, I'm not getting derailed. You know what I mean? Marais is a fucking this. savage. He is, and uh, I'm excited for Aljo's fight this weekend. Because that, yeah. he could be up soon. Yeah. He's all right. What's he? He's third. I think it's not his second. He's third? I don't know. In the rankings? I believe uh, he we is. We gotta check, but, but my point is this. My point is that uh, I'm going to be out there for these fights, and I'm going to enjoy the hell out of it. Oh, and I'm looking up where to find uh, gluten-free deep dish, is what I'm looking for, Jimmy. <laughs> and I got people working on that for me, Jimmy. Yes, Aljo is third. Uh, Sao is second. Of course, Marais is first as as, as a, uh, a bantamweight, so let's just see what happens if... Uh, you know, whoever wins this, I mean, if Aljo wins, I would love to see Aljo get the next shot after this fight if Aljo wins this weekend against Pedro Munoz. Well, dude, you know I'd like that, and so would the fucking funk master, man. Absolutely. Jimmy. Yes, Matt. What a good time. This was very fun. Uh, yes. One of these guys, uh, Matteo Antonio, somebody keep track of our of our record, picks. Yeah. of our picks. You know what I mean? So we can see who's the winner and who is the F? I clean up my language towards the end. Sure. The effing loser. Absolutely. Okay, Jimmy? Thank you. You're That's... always a winner in my book. I appreciate that. I'm going to be in the Borgata in Atlantic City yeah, July Jimmy. the 5th if you're down there. Um, and then I uh, obviously the big, uh, the John Jones, uh, Thiago Santos fight is uh, the 6th uh, in Atlantic City, uh, in Vegas. No connection to Atlantic City, but they're both gambling areas. So if you want to, I'm just trying to prostitute my own gig. So if you want to come watch me, we can talk about John Jones after and then watch the fight together the next night. I'll be with Funkmaster this weekend. I'll be in Chicago. Good luck, man. Okay? Yeah. If people do know any gluten-free deep dish, let me, let me sure. know. Sure. Or just tell Matt it's gluten-free and lie. Don't do that. <laughs> All right. Don't do that. Thank you, Jimmy. Thanks, Tom. Whether you're shopping for grads, getting an early gift for dad, or just looking for a little something new or used for your shelf, you'll find it at HPB. And you'll get almost everything for an extra 20% off during the big sale at Half Price Books this Memorial Day weekend. Saturday, May 25th through Monday, May 27th. Save big in-store at your local Half Price Books and at HPB.com. Offer cannot be combined with other coupons. Exclusions apply. To learn more, visit HPB.com. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand.